Hi, my name is Jared Carter. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I didn't even learn how to whistle until I was 19. I'm just a Christian who, like many, has experienced the living with a mental health challenge. This is Bless This Brain. In the world of mental health recovery, there are a lot of opinions. People have really strong opinions about almost everything you can think of. Some people have very, very strong opinions about therapy. Therapy is secular. Therapy is new age. Therapy will lead you astray. You run into even stronger opinions when it comes to psychiatric medication. People are being over-medicated. People are being under-medicated. Pills don't work, or pills do work, but if you just believed in Jesus, you wouldn't need them. I get it. I once, too, had really strong opinions when it came to the things that people would do to seek healing for symptoms of a mental illness. I was staunchly anti-medication, vehemently anti-psychiatry. I thought of these tools as gospel replacements, seductive worldly means and practices meant to numb us to the healing power of the gospel. And at the heart of these beliefs, there was an underlying emotion, fear, and that fear informed my opinions. Fear informs many of our opinions. Really think about it. Fear is such an incredibly strong emotion. It has its place. It keeps us alive. But man, sometimes fear blinds us to certain realities. It makes us close our eyes to things we don't want to really consider because if I had to change my mind, then I have to face my fear. And much of that fear is informed by experience. You know someone who got divorced after seeing a therapist, and so you fear that anytime someone sees a therapist, they're at risk of getting a divorce. But is that what happened? What about that individual's relationship do you maybe not understand or not know? Or maybe you've had a family member that took psychiatric medication and it didn't work. I've had people tell me this before as justification for taking a staunch anti-medication position. First, was the person med-compliant? Did they actually take their pills every day and the dosage they were supposed to? A number of people who have been prescribed all kinds of different meds don't take them regularly or as prescribed. Did that person talk to their doctor and discuss the problems they'd had with their medication? Some people's opinions are more strongly rooted in that they've seen people have unpleasant side effects from meds or been witness to systems and institutions that do in fact over-medicate rather than attempt to treat root cause. But hear me. Your experience is not my experience, nor is it the experience of everyone who pursues recovery from a mental illness with therapy and medication as part of their recovery plan. Maybe you know someone who had chemotherapy and still died of cancer, or who exercised regularly and still had a heart attack. This doesn't mean that people with cancer should never treat their cancer with chemotherapy, or that people shouldn't exercise. I'm five years into treatment Prior to receiving treatment, I experienced suicidal depression once, sometimes twice, per year, for 18 years. I rarely, if ever, have suicidal depression anymore. My medication doesn't have side effects that I'm aware of, but even if it did, I'd probably keep taking them because I'd rather feel a little woozy than take my own life. My therapist doesn't try to convince me to get divorced. If he did, I'd assume he was bad at his job and I'd find a new therapist. Because my wife is awesome. 
I wouldn't stop seeing a therapist because therapy has a profound impact on my ability to manage stressful situations, which in the past would have made me unwell. To those of you seeking mental health care who have been on the receiving end of some really bad opinions, maybe even from me before I begin receiving care, just know, people rarely will speak ill of those things which you found helpful because they want to hurt you. More often than not, it's because they care about you. You don't have to be mad at them. You can even thank them for their concern and then change the topic. Like I mentioned in the beginning, I was staunchly anti-medication and anti-therapy. It's because I was afraid. I was afraid that if it worked for people, then that meant that there was a shortcut. God wasn't needed for a person to heal. Now that I'm older and on the other side of my own diagnosis, I know better. Getting better didn't make me trust God less. It made me trust him more. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I received treatment. It helped me so much. Experiencing freedom from periods of intense depression gave me enough strength and energy to lift my head and thank my creator for professional mental health care. Experiencing freedom from the intense highs that led to delusional thinking gave me the right sight I needed to acknowledge that God was good and worthy and that I still needed him. My story is not necessarily your story. I won't tell you that you need to do exactly what I did to get better, but it was good for me and nobody else's opinion is going to take away this blessing. Lord, for our good and your glory, bless this brain.